beautiful people across the globe. We just want to welcome you to another edition of D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K, The Kickback, with Sharika, Sabrina, and E.B. Me to reintroduce myself. My name is E.B. What's good, Kickback family? I know some of y'all probably like, oh, y'all still got a podcast, or oh, y'all still here. <laughs> of course, we are still here. We ain't go nowhere. It's just life be happening. And when life happens, sometimes you just got to hit a pause. You got to hit a reset. Mm-hmm. You got to hit a do-over. Or sometimes you just be like, life is still going on. I'm still happy. I don't know about Sharika and Sabrina, but from what I can see, they still happy. But I'm not going to kill y'all too much with it. What's the temp like on y'all end? Sabrina, Sharika, talk to the people. Let them know how you're feeling. Well, I, before I get into my temp, I will say I feel I do feel better that I was listening to one of the podcasts that I like, and they were like, well, this is our first year of being consistent because we've done it before and we haven't been always been consistent. I'm like, oh, we're not the only one. Sometimes you do need to hit a pause. So thank you, EB, for letting the people know. Y'all know in y'all life, sometimes y'all be hitting a pause, whether that's on y'all workout or whether that's on whatever else y'all trying to do. Sometimes you got to hit a pause. So yes, we are back and I am so happy to be back. Well, since I'm talking, I'll let y'all know my temp is good. I am so grateful to be in 2022 alive and well. Um, So yeah, I'll I'll give you a little, that little brief bit of my temp. Sabrina, how are you? Never been better. (laughs) Feeling great, feeling good. You know, I love to come through with some song lyrics, and I got to start things off with my girl, Taylor Swift. I have zero shame. She is not a guilty pleasure. Love every album and pretty much most of the songs, but this is my tent today. Sometimes giving up is a strong thing. Sometimes to run is the brave thing. Sometimes walking out is the one thing that will find you the right thing. Mm. Okay. Don't know that song, but those lyrics are nice. <laughs> uh, it's called, It's Time to Go. And just in line, still, hopefully for most of us, Happy New Year vibes. Hopefully mm-hmm. we're still on our resolutions. One thing I appreciate about EB is it'll be like the middle of June and EB will be like, so how are those New Year resolutions <laughs> going? But yeah, I definitely am coming out of this season of my life where I wanted to hold on and it was just so time to go. And once I did let go, listen, that old familiar body ache, the same little snaps that break in your soul, you know when it's time to go. And I knew, and I just, I'm in such a good rhythm. I'm in such a good season of life. And I couldn't be happier. So that's what it is. Maybe in your life, it's time to go. Maybe it's time to let go. You know, whatever that thing is, you pray about it. Uh, confer with your your friends, your fa- Well, no, I take that back. Don't confer with all your friends because not everybody knows the moves you should be making. Ooh. Some of them don't even know the moves they should be making. So Ooh. don't necessarily confer with them. I say go to the Holy Spirit and go. To- A lot of us know in our soul, right? Just like Taylor Swift, you know what's up. Just have a real honest conversation with yourself and and hit the pat and Joe and go. You be what you got. How you feeling? I am feeling good. Um, of course, I had started off with a lovely um, Jay Z lyrics, and he stole it from somebody. Um, I don't remember who. Yes, it was, but well, I don't know about that. Part, but... 
No, I know that much because the whole song is a sample from somebody else's song. But the allow me to reintroduce myself. But I would say if I gave myself a number, I would be mid 80s. If I gave myself a sense of a mood or a feeling, I would say, um, I'll give y'all a military term because shout out to the people who served, served in the military and who have served. But I would say I am at ease where things are good in my neck of the woods, where it's not too many places I'm nervous to go to, or not too many places where I will hold back. Sometimes I, I, I stay reserved because I want to see how things play out. It's better to watch to the end of some things. And other times, I really don't care about the ending because I'm a direct or narrate the ending on my own by my interjection. So all is well on my end and I am at ease. So 2022 is serving y'all well so far, would you say? Oh, definitely. 2022 has been great on my end. Well, I know I said my temp check was going to be brief, but let me just give y'all a little bit of how my 2022 started with the COVID. Okay. It started with the COVID, but to the glory of God, I did not have a bad case of COVID, but I did start, I was like, how did I make it to 2022 and get COVID Lord? Why me? But that's all right. You know what? Sometimes you got to learn the lessons hard. At least she made it. Betty White, 99. Yeah. Couldn't even couldn't even see the new year. And you over there. With your <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm excited about 2022. But I'm like, but I, I mean, I will say you're right, Sabrina. I have so much to be grateful for. Because all I felt like was a brief little cold, like a little mild cold. Wasn't even nothing, you know, too serious. And I praise the Lord for that. I, I shout out to the vaccine makers. I'm, I'm also putting um, some of it on that too. So, you know, uh, that is how it started. But as, as we're recording right now, we're the 25th of January. I am well in great spirits um, and grateful to God. Um, so, guys, we were, as EB mentioned, we were... We were hit or miss in 2021. We were consistent. And then when that summer hit, we were a miss. So um, we uh, will we'll share just a brief highlights of our 2021, some of the stuff that you missed, but you'll get more information as the weeks go on because I, uh, ironically enough, we did record some in the times you just didn't hear them because we never dropped the episodes. So we'll have a few lost episodes that will be dropped uh, sporadically that you'll get a little glimpse into some of the things that did happen to 20 in 2021 during our missed time where you just missed us and you didn't hear from us. So you will hear from some of the things, but just as we are meeting back up together in 2022, and this will be the first episode y'all hear from us in a long while, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about some highlights of our 2021. So briefly, guys, it, can you? is there anything that happened in 2021 that was unexpected that you want to share with us? Phoebe, did you have any unexpected things from 2021? I wouldn't say necessarily um, unexpected, but something that uh, I won't say took me by surprise, but something that was different for me and for the family 
was just our family who was um, locked down in like Brazil or Chile for the past few years, um, just to give some of our listeners a brief rundown. So Haiti and Brazil has a very close relationship where um, around 2013-2014, they allowed Haitian nationals to just travel there with a visa. You could stay there because those individuals were working because of the 2016 Olympics. Now, of course, as you know, after Olympics is done and over with, like there's no more work for the everyday person. Like you got to, you know, make ends meet. But Brazil also had that relationship with a lot of other people. So in, after the Olympics was over, a lot of those people had to figure out life where they would, some would just go back to Haiti, some would go to Chile, some would go up in what many would consider the caravan and stuff like that. So last year we had a multitude of people, and I say multitude because it was probably around anywhere between 17 to 20 relatives who were part of some of those caravans who stayed in Mexico um, for nights or weeks at a time, crossed over into what we consider America. Um, and now out of those 17 or so, or plus about eight or nine of them are staying in Winter Haven. Some of them with my father and with cousins. So that was something that was unexpected or different. I knew that where they were at, but I didn't expect all of them to be here um, now. So yeah, that, that was slightly unexpected. Sabrina, did you have any unexpected 2021 events? Not that I haven't talked about in some of the throwback episodes. Okay. So a little redundant to talk about it now. I don't want to say me leaving what I always described as my dream job was unexpected because I knew I was over a lot of the shenanigans years ago. So... <laughs> um, I will say maybe it was unexpected where I am now because I had my husband and I had already discussed it after some situations and I was ready to work at Walmart or not work for a while. I was completely okay with that. And when I hit that point, I have, I'm really blessed to have friends like, maybe it's because I'm from a small town, but a lot of my friends from childhood were all still friends. So one of my friends since like eighth grade he's like a brother to me happened to call me and he calls me all the time like he was in my wedding I would have been in his wedding if my husband hadn't been stingy because <laughs> we had already booked our honeymoon and then my friend got engaged and I was like oh my goodness Doug like we can leave our honeymoon two days early and Doug was like no and those of you who know Doug you know he is the kindest like most chill person, but when he has his mind made up on something, it's not even a discussion or debate. It was just a simple no. And I don't even try to go back and forth with him because I know my husband. His so no is a no. Right. No is a no. And it's not one time he even told me he was like, no comments. And I was like, dang, well, no comments. <laughs> so it wasn't in this situation. But long story short, uh, I wasn't in his wedding because my husband didn't want to leave our honeymoon. <laughs> Uh, two days early and we had already booked it but anyway we're very close so he was just like and he has told me for years along with family members and people who are very close to me you need to do what you do as a hobby but you need to do something else for your paycheck you just you just need to and he's always been like you're so this you're so that you'd be perfect for this other field and he just happened to have an opening on his team and I was like oh yeah uh, after this summer is dead yeah I'm out and he was just like, oh my gosh, now's the time. Like, if you're serious, please apply. Now, he is not a hiring manager or anything like that. He could just send me a referral link. And he told me like, nothing's promised. And I remember it was during the summer at my old job, me being flaw interviewing, didn't give a blank. 
and definitely um, got hired, went through the whole interview process, and I did not see that. I'm in a completely different field. I'm in the business side of healthcare. That being said, my master's is from a health sciences university, so I'm not too far gone. My master's definitely coincides with a lot of the things that I'm doing, and the creative side of what I'm doing helps because I write a lot of workflows. So there are definitely things that cross over, but I never would have said to anybody, oh, I'm going to be on the business side of healthcare. I'm going to be working from home, you know, sitting in the robe, living my best life. My mother-in-law asked me yesterday, she was like, but do you ever miss like the social part of being in the office? And I was like, H no. Well, I didn't say H no to Barb because that's not my vibe. That's like <laughs> a friend vibe. And I know, you know, different cultures talk to their parents different way. The way I was raised is yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. So I was like, oh, you know, no, I'm super introverted. Even when I worked there, I was always like, I wish these people would get out of my office so I could get the job done. And so now I show up even more in social interactions. Like I was able to go to North Carolina, help one of my friends set up her baby's nursery, see some of my sorority sisters, be with my family for a week, not take any vacation because I just brought my work with me. And I haven't been able to show up in that way for so long. I'm usually, because my old job, I was usually stressed and very tired and just didn't have time on my schedule. So I'm like, if anything, Barb, this helps me to be more social when I'm not on the clock. Mm-hmm. And it helps me to focus on my work more. And I'm not going to speak to what the future holds because I never thought before all the shenanigans, you couldn't have told 16-year-old, 25-year-old, 30-year-old Sabrina I would have ever left my old job. You know, so I don't even speak to the future now as far as my career, my job. I'm just going with the flow of the Holy Spirit. The doors that open, if it's for me, I'll walk right through them. So I guess it's unexpected that I found something else so quickly Um, there is no lag except the lag that I chose because I chose when to put my four weeks in, I chose to allow myself to have just that one week off. And even then I couldn't stop working because that's when I started the renovations on my house. I depopped my ceiling, which I think I talked about that in some of the throwbacks. So really long way for me to say unexpected that in the pandemic, I went from one great job and that's still a great job, not great Mm -hmm. for me, but great for somebody else to another amazing job. And that is a blessing I will not take for granted. Um, For me, unexpected, something that unexpected that happened in 2021 uh, that also contributed to us not uh, being so present with you guys is I bought a house, which was a very unexpected process because we thought about buying a house at the beginning of the year last year. And I saw the way the market was going and I was like, oh no, it is too crazy out here. But then our landlord told us we had uh, basically two months to find a place to live because he was not renewing our lease. So we unexpectedly had to find a place to live on a very short notice. And by the grace of God, he provided the resources and finances and um, place for us to live. And we were able to actually buy a house in these crazy, crazy times. So that was something that was very unexpected. But I do share a little bit, I think more about that as well in some of our lost episodes. So definitely see, we're giving y'all little things to come back for that y'all can definitely hear about some of the things that we we talked about. So uh, something else from 2021. What's the best place you went in 2021? I know we're still in the pandemic, 
But, you know, it was a little bit more lax in 2020. Did you get out anywhere that you were, that you got to visit? Even if it was an old place that you've already been before. Best place you went. Best place. I don't know if I have a best place only because um, every place for me, at least, was slightly different. But um, the most unique place or place that I would definitely double back on would have to be um, Tanzania. Yeah, because I did that in 2021. I'm see, I be traveling so much, I be forgetting when I go somewhere. I was about to say, you be, you didn't live a pandemic travel life. You learned from everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's it was great because it wasn't that many people in a lot of these places because a lot of other people weren't traveling. Um, also, good question because somebody else asked me today, like what? Um, no, somebody asked me, have I gotten the vid yet? Um, and not the vaccine, the COVID. And I'm like, no, I haven't. I've dodged that bullet so far. So praise God for that. Um, praise God. Two years in and I'm still out here, you know, still masked up, still social distancing and knowing where to be and who to be around. But Tanzania, like we had took a day trip to Zanzibar and that probably would be um, the best place that I've been. Uh, I'll go real quick. The best place I went this year in 2021, well, last year in 2021, it was not a new place, but it was a place that I, I guess I'll call my second home. I went to New York, not the touristy New York where you all, where most people go and see the, Statue of Liberty and all the things. I, we just had a family get together to uh, honor my grandparents and um, went to my aunt's house and just that time to get to see family after not really seeing them in 2020 and just getting together in New York and just having that time. That was probably the best place that I went last year slash I did go to California end of 2021 into 2022 where I caught the COVID. So <laughs> not the place with some of the strictest girl. Well, I don't know where I caught it. it somewhere in that, whether on the way, whether there on the way back, God only knows because I had no idea. So I don't know when or where I was. I knew when I came back to Florida, after being in California, I had COVID. When I went, I did not have it. So that's all I know. Sabrina, where's the best place you went in 2021? Uh, I'm going to kind of cheat here and just list my top four because it, it was the places I went to that were just out of the house and making memories with Doug. Because like I said before, we got married in October 2019 and the pandemic hit really February. So we had plans to go to Mount, whatever that mountain is. I call it Mount Pikachu because Doug, his dream is like to climb this mountain down south. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we had all these places to go and we ain't going nowhere. That's why we ain't got kids because we <laughs> we were going to hit these places before we ever try to have kids. And now we're so comfortable being us. But anyway, I'm off topic again. Uh, Helen, Georgia in the spring was nice. We went with some friends. And if you've never heard of Helen, Georgia, check it out. It's great to do as a solo trip. Um, I don't know how many of you are like, I, I would say myself, I don't mind traveling alone. I know Evie doesn't either. Or with a group with family, very cute little town. And I talked about that in our Helen Georgia episode. Um, I had a trip out West where I went with my husband and my brother-in-law and that was really special just to get to see him and his brother's relationship. And for me to even build my own relationship with him. And we talked about that in the podcast as well, but 
You guys, any national park, go to them. I especially love Yellowstone and Glacier, and I love seeing the four, you know, the president's heads and all that. But if you have a chance to go to a national park, go, because there's so much beauty in our country. And I, I we talk a lot about, like, all these beautiful places in, a, in the world, but America is also so beautiful. So that was uh, pretty cool. New York City, through the eyes of my husband, you know, my mom's from the city. We went every summer almost as a child. I've been up and down the city, even in college. But my husband had never gone to the city. So that was really cool this fall going to New York City. We were there for a wedding, but seeing like seeing him just get excited about understanding the subway system or taking the bus or New York pizza or waking up at three o'clock in the morning and running the time. Now he's a country boy. So he was like, Times Square sucks. It's too many people. It's germs. I want to go back to the hotel if we walk back. But I didn't want him to leave New York City without seeing Times Square, like just seeing New York City through his eyes, riding the Staten Island ferry, seeing the Statue of Liberty, all that kind of stuff, just making memories with him. And then for our anniversary, we went right on down to Key West. And Key West is a cute little vibe. I don't think I would dr drive there again. That was kind of silly. We probably should have taken the ferry or something from Fort Myers. But yeah, I really like being on that little party boat. We did a dinner cruise with Sharika. You've done one of those before. I'm yeah, we did one on our fifth anniversary this year. Yeah, I'm very entertained by drunk people. I myself am not a partaker. I mean, I, my family history is just too crazy. And I know people can drink without, you know, killing someone <laughs> happens in my family or whatever the case may be. And I'm not going to pretend like, especially now that I'm removed, like that I've never had like a glass of wine. But even then, I don't get it. I don't, like for me, it's pointless and it tastes like trash. But I love to see other people and the people on this boat were drunk and it was hilarious. They think they can sing. They think they can dance. It's just so funny. So that's one of my favorite memories, laughing at the drunk people on the, on the party bus in Key West. I, that's one of the places I want to go in Florida. There's so many places I have not been in Florida and I've been here 10 years and there's so many places I've not been in Florida, but Key West is definitely on my list of one of the places. And thanks for the tip to not drive, to try the ferry to get there. No, Fort Myers, I think it might be like less than a hundred dollars round trip. You just park at Fort Myers, take the bus and you can take like a day trip from Fort Myers. That's the way to go for sure. Well, a good tip because I do want to go there at some point. So last 2021 question, did you have any personal accomplishment or anything from your 2021? Oh, like, yeah, I graduated college, but I talked about that on the pod. Mm -hmm. on one of the past, and I say graduated college, I received my master's degree. So somebody won't be like, hey, how many times you graduated college? Um, as I got many my times master's. as me. <laughs> I, I graduated with my master's um, in 2021. So shout out to that. I think that was probably one of my accomplishments. Um, another one was got through year two of marriage. Um, for those of you who are dating, um, whether it be a serious dating or you just kicking it with your homie or you're engaged, like marriage is not for the week. Okay. Um, you have to be all in and prepared. Like for me, um, one of the things that I always tell people is like when people ask me, like, what was that one thing that you got stretched in or challenged with? It was for me, at least it's somebody else living with me. Like literally, I didn't have that problem for eight, nine years. 
of no, like me staying on my own. I get to do what I want, you know, don't have to check in with nobody, all of those things. But then it was somebody else's living with me. I am a person who I'm okay. I like to travel, but you won't see me just around. Like I'm not really, and this is for all of my listeners. You're not really going to see EB chilling at nobody's house. You're not going to see EB chilling at just a regular neighborhood thing. Like, yes, I move around, but it's me traveling to locations, experiencing life, going to museums, seeing architect, architectural buildings, like, like, hey, kind of like a place I could check off and say, I've been there eating at restaurants that people brag about. And then I get I'm like, ah, Haitian food tastes better. Um, things like that. But then it's somebody else who could tell you literally, why you always got to be in the room? Why can't you come in the living room and watch TV with me? And I'm like, I don't want to watch Family Feud with you, or I don't care about reality TV, or I don't like Housewives of or whatever of Atlanta. Like, I just want to watch sports or play video games. But then because you're married, there's a big word that starts with a C called compromise. And you sacrifice your, and I say your enjoyment, because after a while, you'd be like, oh, I see why y'all watch this. This is very entertainment. Or more so for me, just that bond that you have with your spouse of seeing the things that interest them and you sacrifice that. Because there's a lot of times she sacrificed watching sports with me and she likes it, but if it's not her team's plan, she really don't. She's not all in, I guess I'll say. So yeah, that would be another thing. And then just still traveling, that would be another accomplishment. I don't know. I, I like traveling, so that's gonna always be at the top of my accomplishments for the year. EB, you gave some words, okay? What, number one, I will say, I'm a, this is a humble brag. Now I feel even more privileged that you came to my house, EB. Now that I know that you don't like to be going to people's houses like that. EB came to my house for a gathering and now I feel special. So I, I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, everybody don't get that privilege. Uh, Even well, I, as, as many of you continue to listen, go ahead. It's a lot of people who have invited me. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll think about it. And that thinking about it, it's a big no. It ain't happening. I'm going to tell you straight up. Another thing is, let me go ahead and put this disclaimer out there. Because sometimes, you know, you got to throw a disclaimer for some people. It helps that Sharika and Allen don't have pets. So if you got a pet, I'm not going to your house. And like, don't tell me, oh, I'll put the dogs away and I'll clean up this and I'll do that. I know you will because you love me or you care about me. But like those dogs shouldn't have to go to the garage or go outside because somebody coming to their house. That's their house. Like that mean, like if I'm the dog, I'll be like, why don't you talk to him outside? Or why don't he want to see me? Like, why do I got to go outside when he come to visit? So like, I don't think y'all taking your pets <laughs> into consideration, but that's just my two cents. I love you, Evie. And also, that marriage stuff you just tell me, that's real. We mean, can we normalize that? You know what? Sometimes y'all like to do what your spouses do. When I got married, well, before getting married, I'd be thinking that all married people be liking to be sitting on the couch watching the same old things. Thank you, Evie, for sharing that because it is very, some of y'all need to hear that. And one of the things you, when you were talking about that, I heard this thing on the radio today. That was so good. He said, um, Dr. Timothy Keller said, in regards to marriage, he talked about how marriage, a wedding is not a promise. Of, it's not talking about the love you have currently with the individual. It's a promise of love in the future and a commitment to the future. It's not about, your wedding is not about, oh, we love each other right now. It's all about the promises for the future in unknown times, good and bad things that you haven't even experienced. And I was just like, oh, I never even thought of that. That's an aside, but that's also a good note for you people out there who, like you said, with your homegirl, homeboy kicking it, think Sabrina wrote in the thing, the, the engagement is not, tell, say it, Sabrina, you, you say your thing, girl. 
the accomplishment is not getting engaged. It's staying, staying married. And I love to see it. Anniversaries are everything. Yes. So I will say uh, my accomplishments for my 2021, I wasn't, I was also making it to five whole years of marriage. As well as this year, I um, celebrated my 10-year anniversary at my job. So those were my two little accomplishments in surviving buying a house. That was a major Oh, I thought you were about to say surviving COVID. Dang. Oh, you well, that was... Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I, mean, I feel so... I mean, not bad, but I feel so grateful. But I just had such a mild case. I feel... I, I'm like, you know what, Lord, thank you. Because I literally thought I just had a cold. I literally thought, oh, I just have a cough. I mean, I had a mild cough. Like when I took like cold medicine, I didn't even have the cough anymore. I literally just had mainly congestion. That's really all I had the whole time. So I thought I just had a cold because um, on the trip, I was outside in the rain and in the cold. So I thought I just had a cold. And if other people that I went with didn't, catch, didn't test positive, I would have been out here a spreader. So shout out to because Lord, I really thought I just had a little cold. So I do. So sometimes I, I do take for granted that I did survive the COVID, but praise God in 2022. So Sabrina, any accomplishments for you in 2021? I'm kind of going to be like a broken record because I think one of my biggest accomplishment was just embracing the new and trusting that something that looked nothing like what I wanted or had hoped for myself, it's still so good and trusting mm -hmm. God in that. Um, Cause Sharika, you were there and some of my friends were there and for years just saw me being like, I don't get it. I know this season is over, but I just don't get that. And mm -hmm. I don't want that. And God, he's messing up right now. <laughs> so, But now I'm so happy. And it's just like, you know, I feel my growth as a person and my opportunities have opened up and just like, you know, the word of God talks about how he wants to give us life more abundant. And he's always talking about doing a new thing. And I know mm. the Lord doesn't want us to be stagnant, but I was very happy with my stagnant <laughs> place. So I'm very happy uh, I, that, you know, I matured out of that, you know, so that's one of my accomplishments. Uh, the other one was getting my nose pierced. I'm such a chicken. You guys know, well, you guys might not know listeners, but for years, I would just put a sticker on the side of my nose when I want it to feel cool or dress it up because I don't like pain. It's the same thing with the tattoo. I'd love to get one, but I'm too indecisive and I don't like pain. But uh, I got bullied by Sharika and one of our mutual friends named Tanya to go get it pierced. And uh, it's been real cute. And when I touch it, it doesn't move to like my cheek or something. And people being like, hey, your nose rings on your cheek because it's not a sticker. It's permanent. But that was, I know for Sharika, it seems like our listeners, you might be like, okay, she's being silly. But seriously, like, you can check in with Sharika. I I was crying. I was having a little mini panic. I was afraid. So but, I didn't but, think but you did like, but that was before when you actually had it done. You it was like, oh, it wasn't that bad. It was not that bad, and that's with so many things in life. You might feel afraid or hesitant, but guess what? You embrace it. It's not that bad. I what love that before somebody do something crazy and then blame me. Nope. You know what is that bad and you know it ain't. So <laughs> act in wisdom, friends. Act in wisdom. I didn't try to bully you, Sabrina. I just said I was going to do it. And you were like, 
You didn't? So the day that I totally forgot all about it, I believe it was Palm Sunday. Y'all weren't like, is it I still feel like that was more Tanya. Day? I'm going to put it on Tanya because she's not here to defend herself. Defend herself. So I'm going to blame Tanya on that. But I... Tanya is a lot of things, but listeners, let me tell you something. Tanya is not, and I'm not going to say her last name because I don't want y'all creeping on her on social media. Our friend Tanya is not a bully. <laughs> <laughs> What? Sister, I won't say I plead the fifth on her sister, but Tanya is not a boy. I, 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 I disagree. I get got by one of the sisters. <laughs> I, Loki, we're going to have Tanya and her sister Tracy on here some at some point. It's just going to be what it is. And, and at that time, I will bring this up and tell Tracy, at which I have told her many times to her face, which she now affectionately says she loves it. I call her a pusher because she is a bully and a pusher and she will do that. But Tanya, can, Tanya Loki has a little bit of bully in her and I feel like it was her that day, not me. But, but I'll let her defend herself another day in time. Yeah, so that, so uh, going to a whole different, like, just mindset of life is cool. Getting my nose pierced was cool. And my home renovations, that was, like, another oh, yeah. big thing. Because before I got married, people were like, you know, my husband bought his house when he was 25, before he even met me, had a little bachelor pad. And both sides of our family were like, oh, can't wait for you to put a woman's touch. And the woman's touch was me moving in. Like, I'm not, like, a decorator. So it was what it was. Yes, I don't know what people were expecting. But when I switch careers, I had this time and this week and it does feel like a whole new space and it feels more like our space. And I just had the time and the energy. So that was kind of a, an exciting accomplishment. This house now has a woman's touch. Me and the designer, her name is Maria, Maria Rose Interiors, cause she definitely staged and I can't take the credit. <laughs> but Doug and I chose like, the wall color, the floor, like a lot of it, but some of the little smaller things, that was definitely Maria Rose Interiors. And thank you for that woman's touch, woman's touch, girl. Shout out to you. I might need a woman's touch at my place. Shoot. Girl, I got the card. I'll send it right your way. Appreciate it. So now that we just wrapped a little bit about our 2021, what do you guys... Um, do you guys believe in resolution, New Year's resolution, or um, do you like do a word of the year, or do you have like any goal that you you know that you're looking forward to in 2022? Yeah, so I, I would say I believe in it. I just always try to encourage people. Um, two main things to start whenever you feel is the best time for you, and sometimes okay. that's just like just starting. But also, like, when you do start, just don't give up. Like, you set that goal or that goal was um, planted or seeded inside of you for a reason. So just make sure you execute that goal as possible. I don't necessarily, as soon as possible, I don't necessarily do a resolution because, like, if something hits me in November, I just start at it. Like, try to get mm. better in that book, in that month of November. What I am trying to do this year, um, just because I don't, I rarely read for, I guess, pleasure or listen to audiobooks for fun, so to speak. I'm telling myself I'm trying to knock out eight to 10 books this year. Um, almost done with one. So my goal is like, if even if I do one a month, I'll exceed that goal. And what does that mm -hmm. look like? So, and I haven't been consistent with it like every day or even every week, but I'm almost done with one of them, which is a good book. And I'll go ahead and recommend it to y'all. Um, I take my coffee black. 
by Tyler Merritt. It's an incredible story so far, and that's something for you guys to check out. But the thing that I try to stick to mostly is a word of the year, and my word of the year this year is discernment. Discernment is my word of the year, knowing when to step away from things, when to dive into things, when to speak on certain things, when to not speak on things, when to have people around, when to tell people their presence isn't wanted, like all of those things. Um, Because sometimes, especially if people who know me, I can chime in on a lot of different situations or scenarios. Like that's part of my, I guess, first versatility um, in different groups or settings or communities, so to speak. But this year, sometimes people would get around me and be like, EB, are you okay? You're not saying anything. And it's like, no, because I know everything that I want to say will be of my flesh and not of the spirit. So I'm just going, I'm just going to take, I'm going to bow out on this conversation. I'm going to let y'all discuss whatever, what I seem or what I deem as nonsense for me, but it's a great conversation for you guys. And I'll just stay in my phone, engaging in that way. Um, and then if it's something that I feel like it's needed to be shared or to bring some form of structure or truth to the conversation, um, I might chime in, but I leave that for the most part up to God and be like, should I chime into this or should I correct them in this moment or should I tell them what's really going on? But if the spirit don't lead me in that direction, that discernment just be like, nope, this ain't yours. So that's my word of the year. I do resolutions from time. Well, I try, usually try to, because I'm a person that likes new beginnings and I like to start. And I, I appreciate the start when you feel, because January 1st ain't never the time for me to start. Can we, can we get the 15th? Like we still on the holidays on the 1st. I'm not starting to do anything on the 1st. Give me about midway January. But this year, I, I mean, I, I don't really have a resolution, but one, one thing I do have this year that I don't think I've ever had is I actually do have a word of the year. And it came to me on one of my walks. Um, I did some walking around my neighborhood at the beginning of the year. And my word of the year is journey. Um, because I spent a good bit of 2020 and a good bit of 2021 and a lot of discouragement and disappointment and a lot of just just feeling maybe even some depression uh, because of things that I felt like weren't going the way, they didn't end the way that I wanted to or I didn't get the results that I wanted to and just being really discouraged and disappointed about a lot of things that I just felt didn't end or the results wasn't what I wanted. And this year I was like, you know what? I wanna enjoy the journey. Wherever the journey takes me, if it gets to the, re- I mean, yes, I'm still having a destination and yes, I still want results in certain areas in my life, but I wanna enjoy the journey because that's the most of the time is gonna be the journey. And I wanna be grateful in, along the journey. I wanna have joy along the journey. I want to uh, experience so many things along the journey. And I don't wanna miss the journey because I'm too focused on the results. And then um, how, how, how quickly am I getting to these results? Or you know, did this turn out the way I wanted it to? Like so focused on the end results that I miss my life or the things that happened along the journey. So this year um, I want to focus on my journey with the Lord my journey with myself, my journey in my health, just so many different um, things that are happening in the moment that I don't want to miss. So this year, my word is journey. 
Sabrina, do you resolute? Do you have words? Do you have goals? What you what do you do or don't do? I support resolutions for people. I for myself, I think I am more on the EB spectrum, whereas it's just something that I'm constantly checking in with myself throughout the year. Uh, not just in January, if anything in January, maybe that's just like a time to no, I don't, I'm not even going to lie. I don't even like refocus on it because I like to think I'm pretty driven, especially with those personal character things that I think will help to feel like a more abundant life. So for me, it's really about carpe diem. When I went skydiving, that those were the words that were on my hand. Dead, shout out to Dead Poets Society, but just seizing the day and really appreciating life for the gift that it is. It's so precious and we have no control over when we go and I used to say this all the time to some of my former co-workers like I don't want to be on this bus somewhere with these people and then my life ends like I would be sad that it ended there with with this crowd like if I want to die I want to die knowing that I'm living and doing things that I have peace with and that I love um so in that, I am constantly rechecking with myself. Am I saying yes to things because I want to say yes? Or am I doing it out of obligation? Because if this that, it's a no. Am I doing it because I care about what people think? No, like I want to be living in line with who God created me to be and period. There's a scripture in the Bible, I'm pretty sure it's in Galatians and says, you know, am I, am, am I fearing man or am I feeling fearing God? If I'm fearing man, then I'm not like, I'm not a true like pleaser of God, right? So it's, it's just that whole mantra of there's one person in my life that I want to please and that's the Lord. And I want my life to be in line with that. And everything else can fall to the wayside as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so that was a really roundabout way to say yes and no. I support that for anybody, a refocus, a reset. Uh, but for me, it's definitely just a 360 always. Am I seizing the day? Am I living in the moment? Am I, am I taking life for granted? And hopefully the answer is no, I'm not. Great words of wisdom. I mean, I think that's definitely how we should all always be self-reflecting, self-checking and aligning ourselves with the things that are most important. So anything you're, I'm looking forward to in 22, I was going to ask you guys, but then I just said, you know, I'm going to tell you what I'm looking forward to 20 in 2022. I'm just looking forward to like you, when you said earlier, God does new things. I'm looking forward to the new things that the Lord has in store. I don't know what those things are. I don't know where that's going to land me. I don't know where I'm going to go, but I'm just looking forward to what, the Lord is going to do. Anything you guys are looking forward to in 2022? For me, I want to, um, now, not necessarily looking forward to it. Um, I try to take things as best as possible day by day. Um, and I don't have anything set like, hey, I'm doing this at this time or doing this in this month, but taking things um, day by day. But also, I think one of the things I got from what Sabrina was just sharing, like, knowing who you're trying to please. And for me, that always comes back for me is like finding my why. Like, yeah, I know to love God and to love people, 
But then what is that one thing? Like, am I currently doing that? Or is it something else that I need to be tapping into? Um, so finding out like, as God has continued working in me, as God is preparing in me, preparing me for more, um, I would say I'm looking forward to what that more is. Like where I look back at, um, and that's God willing, if he don't snatch me up and call me home. But if 2023 comes, I look back and say, I'm the same place that I was last year. And that doesn't mean necessarily job wise, uh, but like for you as an individual, like, did I grow this year? Did I make people get to know him more? Did I show whether I reflection of him day to day or when people look at my life, was it like that person really loves the Lord by the way that they live, by the way that they speak, by the way, the things that they say or the things that they do. So um, I'm just looking forward of how God uses me and how he prepares me for 2022. Sabrina, are you looking forward to anything in 2022? Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so much, friend. I'm looking forward to my couch getting here. We haven't had a couch for a while, <laughs> which is my own fault. Um, the couch is not a part of our renovation budget, but my husband told me if I could sell our old one, we could get a new one. Sold the old one. That was a while ago. So hopefully our couch will be here Wednesday. That seems superficial, but it's the little things, right? I'm really looking forward to that because that will be like the last part of the renovations. And then I feel like we can just rest. No more renovations talk. I don't want to hear, you know, I don't want to think about anything else for a couple of years. I'm looking forward to showing up for people I love. Um, I feel like for a long time, my job was my baby and probably took a place in my life. And it was not my job's fault. Like I made it an idol in some ways. So I'm loving just this new space that I have and time that I have and just the memories that I'm making. Like I had that week I had with my family. I haven't had that much time with them in so long um, back in North Carolina. So I'm just looking forward to how I'm gonna show up for my family, for my friends, for my man. Love it. Yeah. Come on, 2022. Let's go. I don't know if this is a product of just your being Christians. I don't know if it's getting older, but just the like both of you all and have talked about like the uncertainty of life and just the fact that I mean, and I'm just thinking about all the people who like you were talking about Betty White didn't make it to 2022. People that or here barely got into 2022 and they're already gone. And I'm like, my gosh, it's been so, it's so crazy that, you know, how, how fra fragile and precious life is that. Yeah. There, when you think about things in that light, it's like, what, what are we wasting time on? What are, why are we sweating the small stuff? Don't sweat it. I will say though that Bob Saget, the fact that, Losing Bob Saget, I don't know why it hit me so hard, but that hit me. I was just like, not, not Danny. Anyway, into a little bit of hot topics, just, just for the funsy of it all. This has been on every social media outlet that I have seen. What? But it's the Encanto. Encanto, really? Has, has really done a few things for a lot of people. People have been talking about how they've been, that movie made them cry. People have basically 
almost had their own therapy experience with this movie, or maybe found that they didn't need a therapy after experiencing this movie. Um, and people have very strong feelings about Encanto. EB, do you mind giving a brief synopsis for anybody that has not envisioned, uh, experienced this movie? Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Y'all grown. Y'all know we don't <laughs> talk about the movie, so don't yeah. even... Okay. Y'all should have watched it. It's been out for a while now. Um, <laughs> I can't go into, like, and I say I, I, I can't go into all the details, but for me, as far as the synopsis of the movie is, um, seems like a town was getting getting ready to get um, pillaged by a group of vigilantes um, or whatnot, or seized by some way, shape, or form. A grandfather of the family, or the, the patriarch, so to speak, dies in the act, but his death leads to this enormous house in town, and I guess you could say gifts or powers for people. The grandma ends up having, you know, well, the kids, the kids that she have, and then the kids' kids and all of that great stuff. So it becomes everybody has this special touch to the home and magical powers or gifts. And it's another Disney movie. Um, if, yeah, Disney, another Disney movie with songs in between talking about family, what seems to be drama, generational trauma for some everybody hate a brother. Like it's one, like, it's like your normal family, so to speak, right? There's some good kids. There's some bad kids. There's some weird cousins. There's some cousins you don't like to be around. And then there's some stuff you don't talk about in the family because it only, it, it only brings up bad memories or that individual is only trouble. And of course, like all Disney movies, it's all good and dandy at the end and everybody loves each other and all is perfect. I don't know. That's the shortest synopsis I can mm -hmm. give of it without giving too much away. Um, I would say watch it if you haven't watched it, but I think it's a great movie. Um, and I say great on a scale from one to 10, I'll give it like a seven and a half or eight because I'm looking, when I say great, I'm looking at it from the lens of a kid. In my older version or my educated version, it's a seven and a half. It's I, it's another Disney movie. Like kind of like you can see how the ending was going to be like a quarter way through the movie. I enjoyed it. Okay. I thought it was fine for what it was. I did leave with some questions, like some things didn't make too, too much sense to me, but then I didn't, you know, I didn't, for like you said, it's a Disney movie. I'm, for me, I'm, not, I'm just not trying to get that deep into things. So, it, but I guess overall, you know, I'm cool with a seven. It's a, I'm, I'm cool with the seven. I love the colors. It was very beautiful to look at. Um, the grandma was trash to me. <laughs> Can't, couldn't stand her. She was trash. Um, I'll I'll say that part and let Sabrina talk about how she felt about give her a little thought. Um, her view or score of the movie. I was just entertained by how strongly you were against the movie. I didn't feel that strongly either way. As you know, I am a fan of Lynn manuels music and I could tell it was him because just like, you know, all of us, if we do certain things, people are like, oh, that BB had a spin mm -hmm. on that or Sharik had a spin. So I could, I could sense his spin. I thought that we don't talk about Bruno's song was fire. I thought <laughs> the one sister when she said, 
pressure like a drip, drip, drip. I was like, okay, here we go. That, you know, I like that it was for kids, but little moments like that were for adults, but there were so many themes for adults too. Like Mm -hmm. Evie talked about the one brother they didn't like. For me, it was just a reminder, if you're the truth teller or think about, you know, sorry, we always bring it back to the Bible over here to kick back, but prophets, they didn't like them, not because the prophets were wrong, but who wants somebody being like, okay, Sabrina, you said you're going to work out and what's it been for the past two weeks? It's like, nobody, I don't want to hear that. So mm-hmm. if you're that person in your family who's calling out the shenanigans or the person in your job or at your church or wherever the place, per- wherever the place is, it was a reminder. It's not always going to be well-received, even if it's true. Mm -hmm. That goes back to EB's wisdom of checking in with the Holy Spirit and being like, is this a time that I need to speak the truth? That was a hard lesson I had to learn for myself. And my mom tried to teach me from my youth, just because something's true doesn't need, doesn't mean it needs to be said. And I'm like, no, mom, everything. (laughs) I'm going to call out, call out, call out. And so I like that little don't talk about Bruno and how he felt like he had to hide and then he had to come back. So I love that the sister who had the pressure, like a drip, drip, drip. How many of us haven't had that thought? Like, am I only loved because of what I can bring to the table? Mm. Maybe not in your family, maybe in your friend group, maybe in your job. And a lot of times that's very true about your job. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. those adult things, the grandma not being self-aware you're right. She was mad and being stink about, and she didn't have powers of her own, but it came exactly. From, and it came from this deep seated insecurity that she was going to lose as Evie pointed out, not on the podcast, but y'all, this was a whole little thing on social media. And I just chimed in and said, let's talk about it on the podcast. Uh, because that magic was something that was brought to her, to the family and to her through the death, but she lost something for that to be there. And how many times in a family it, does somebody feel like this is here because of this and you cannot threaten it. Things are not going to be okay if they change or if they look different, you know? So there is a lot of good themes in there. As far as that goes, I, I was here for it. I was definitely here for it. You the thought I didn't there. like it? Uh, huh? You thought I didn't like it, Sabrina? Sure, you, you, you said you didn't. Girl, stop. So we I have said it was friend. fine. We I said it was fine. We friend named Becca, and she was like, basically, I'm just going to say it. I don't know what the big deal is. And Sharika was co-signing hardcore. I, okay. Easy stop nodding your head. You were co-signing. Don't let don't let me uh, go find the uh, the comment friend and post it to our social. And if you do, I it says it. it was fine. I and I said it today. It was fine. It I, there was just a few things that I was just like, this didn't make no sense. Like like you said, the grandmother didn't have no powers. Why does she have a special door? That made no sense to me. But yet, and the fact that she was so hard on the granddaughter that also didn't have no powers, girl, you should have been, but I, but what you said is about that being threatened. And I also felt like this is might be an unpopular opinion, but I felt as though the grandmother wanted more. It was a, to me, and a lot of people, and I've had this discussion with a few people, they said it was, but I felt like she was like, not power hungry. I don't even know how to, but I just felt like she liked that everybody was coming to her. She liked that the family had this, this elitism over the 
the community because they had the special power. And it felt like she was doing everything to protect that and not really caring about the people. It was Jalika, can you see past can you see past that and see her pain though? Maybe it's not so much power hungry, but all of that represented like her husband's sacrifice. And go ahead, Evie. Yeah, ahead. I'll say that yeah, definitely what you just said, but I was just gonna chime in also from what we understand now like through it from bruno like this has almost happened before or it happened before right like through mm -hmm. when he was like um like the cracks when he started talking about the cracks and what that can do and it's like is it happening again when i think she, like so it's like i've seen what this crumbling so to speak can do to our family i've seen what it take i see, like sabrina you hit it on the head I've seen what it took our family to get to gain this. This is just like, and I can say it for us, right? Being um, a person of African descent, that was one of the things like you always like just consciously think about like our ancestors sacrificed a lot for us to be where we are. Now, granted, somebody like me, I always say, I don't know where I would have been. I don't know if I would have been in the field or if they would have lynched me and got tired of me. I don't know. Now, if I look at history of Haitian blood in the 1804, the Haitian revolution and things like that, like maybe I would have been somebody who bucked back. And I kind of try to do that these days, but I try to do it most times out of respect and out of a, some form of diligence to who I am. But then the other part is like, this is wild that this grandma is hated because all of this family's, what some would see as fortunes or gift came at the hands of the death of her husband. Like, that's a lot. That's just like right now, if, and I don't want to say put it on nobody here, but just imagine somebody in someone's family pass away, leaves an inheritance or leaves an insurance thing, and then everybody just go to argue for the money. But then that person who lost everything is like, I don't really, it's more about that money. It's like, make sure y'all don't go frivolously spend it. What do parents usually say? Save your money, invest your money, think about the future. But if that's the case, you might as well just blow it. And that's what the grandma was trying to rec recognize, like, don't just think one we don't know that these powers are here forever we can lose it at any moment so think about how your powers can help this community how it helps this family but that's just my two cents also go watch the movie um i, I think feel like i'm unsympathetic i'm sorry well, you're I'm not sharika you're just taking it in and in sharika's defense i pulled up the receipt she did say it was fine she said it was <laughs> fine i was wrong you were right friend <laughs> I just felt like, cause I just was like, the, I guess I mean like, yeah, I understand that she went through a great deal of hurt and pain, but I'm just like, but you did say she was not self-aware because of the hurt and pain that she was now causing. And I'm like. But grief can do that to you. That is, that is right. That and is, with every right. person and with all their quirks, you know, I encourage us as human beings to look beyond the thing look under the surface one of the girls even sang it in the song mm -hmm. under the surface am i really worth it you know for us as christians we're all really worth it but all of us have like this hurt or this thing and if people can look past that you know and care enough that's what jesus does right for all of us he looks past us help us work through it help us to become you know who we're meant to be uh but yeah for the grandma it was really just her and i think there was a lot of fear there too because she knew the house had cracks she couldn't see that mm -hmm. she was the reason for the cracks you know the her family and that was another really good theme of the movie nobody was going to figure their, it out on their own it wasn't like there was like one little hero it took a coming together it took a conversation communication for it to happen it took 
wanting to understand where people are coming from. Like, I'm not going to lie. I cried when the sisters had their little moment because Aww. they had all this tension their whole life. And it was just a lack of understanding where e- the mm. other was coming from. And that happens in real life too. In family. True. So that I think for adults, Sharika, we're not saying all the songs were bomb because they weren't. But no, I, I, the I had no problem with. Okay. I had no the problem with the song. patterns were awesome. I really respected the diversity and that. I love that mm-hmm. they took the time to do that in the illustration. So I think people love those themes because you don't part, see yes. those themes in the Disney movie is usually like love, you know, romantic love. So I love seeing the family love and mm. the importance of, and the self-love. There's an element of that in this movie too, like the importance mm-hmm. of self-love and knowing you're more than what you bring to the table. That's what people I, love, Sharika. I do like those, those things that you mentioned at the end were great. And I will mention another part I love. I, I love when she told her grandmother off. I said, and oh, that's, I didn't love that. I was like, dang, I would have been right. seen that. And you know what? That's so funny because I thought if this was real life, that girl would have got smacked. She, that grandma would have smacked her right Maybe or wrong. All cultures are different. Some cultures be letting the, the child have a voice. I don't think <laughs> in that culture. Not the Colombian culture. I don't know. I don't know that culture. I won't the Colombian coach. <laughs> but I was well, like, yes, this. That house is falling apart. Maybe everybody was tired because it's like, well, I don't know. But I did think it was beautiful. I love the colors in the movie. I did think it was beautiful. I love the idea of, and I think also too, this is, I just am like, I, I, you know, anyway, I, I did like a lot of the things in the movie. I just thought a few things I didn't like, but you know what? There is a deeper meaning. And I guess I'm like, you know what? I didn't come to Disney for all this deepness. I just wanted to have a great time, hear some cute songs and go on about my business. But I, I'm glad that it's impacted so many people because you know what? Maybe this will tr- will lead you to go get your counseling. Maybe this will lead you to have those hard conversations in your family. Maybe this will lead you to, you know, whatever it is. So if Encanto did that for you, bravo Encanto. I I, I mean, I will, I'll end on a positive note. It was very cute. It was, it really was. Sharika, are you going to watch it again and try to get like a different perspective? You know what? I've seen it twice. (laughs) I saw it in the theaters and then I saw it once with DB. Maybe I'll watch it again because maybe I'll watch it again because I love the little TikToks where people are like, my first time watching Encanto, then the second, and then by the third, by the fifth time, they're having a wonderful time. So I'm like, maybe I do need to watch it a couple more times. I do want to watch it again because my husband hasn't seen it and I think it'll be fun to watch it with him and people have said that you can kind of see Bruno throughout the movie mm-hmm. hiding in the shadows and things like that so I want to oh. see what I can catch what I that can part did make me sad because I'm like I was so sad when I saw how much he loved his family and he was and he made his own little plate and I was just like oh this is so sad but Encanto was good. Check it out if you haven't seen it. And if you have like me and Sabrina and you want to try it again for another time, go for it. It's a good time. It really is. All right, friends. Am I up? Is it my yes, you're up, of Sabrina. positivity? So yes. I know I'm trash because I went from back in the day 
to black in the day to mindful matters and now i'm going no i <laughs> love the variety that's not trash at all we do <laughs> we talked about doing new things <laughs> so i had this awesome little thing and it, it's like one of those little desk calendar well, it's not a calendar but it has motivational quotes in it so i'm gonna be doing that every time and then saying a little blurb about it to encourage us in our life and then passing the buck to EB for his expounds. So this week or this month, whenever this comes out, I wanna share a quote from The Energy Bus. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this book. It's amazing. And it actually doesn't come from my little quote book, but I just wanna start here because one of the huge, like powers that we all have, and this is going to sound so cheesy, but science has proven this is positivity. Optimists literally live longer, right? So I'm going to start with this quote because a lot of the quotes I'm going to share are going to be positive. And uh, I think this is just great to kick it off with him. If you haven't heard of it, the energy bus 10 rules to fuel your life, work and team with positive energy. Check it out by John Gordon. But here's a quote. Positive energy and positive people create positive results. There's certainly a lot of negativity in the world and choosing positive energy helps us deal with the negative people and negative situations that can knock us off course. Remember, you have only one ride through life, so give it all you got and enjoy the ride. I, I was in a situation uh, before in life where I would spend summers with a lot of people with a lot of different teams and a lot of personalities. And one of the things we like to say about conflict in those summers is that conflict is a gift. And we get really excited about it because it gave us an opportunity to figure something out, to learn something new, whether about a person or a thing or a situation in that environment. And just having little shifts in your mindset like that, it can really do a lot for your health, a lot for your energy. So I encourage you to find a space in your life maybe a space that's been bothering you, maybe just a space that's kind of blah and see if you can find a positive twist to it and then go ahead and apply it. EB, what are you expounding on for us today? Give us, give us a one-liner. Don't waste your time. I think it's for the most part self-explanatory on don't waste your time, but you know the things that you have to do to get to the goals, the resolutions, the word of the year, whatever you know you want to accomplish in 2022, just don't waste your time. That's all I got for you. And what I'm going to recommend as I start start off, I recommend is the book that I mentioned to you guys earlier. I take my coffee black, black. I take my coffee black, which is by Tyler Merrick, who is a 6'2 dread headed man. Um, if you want to get a glimpse of what this book is about, I would say he has an amazing U, um, YouTube video that is entitled Before You Call the Cops. He talks mm. about his life growing up. He talks about um, being in a, growing up in a multicultural community. He talks about how he quit playing sports. Now, remember I told you he was 6'2", so most people just assume an athlete um, for musical theater. And he was like, he, he dove into musical theater because that's where all the ladies were. So fellas, um, from what he was saying, all the ladies are there. So if you are still searching and prowling and looking for <laughs> someone to court and to date and to love on because you're still single and you want to be in a committed 
Don't be out here doing nothing crazy. In a committed relationship, you might want to dive into some form of theater because according to him, that's where the ladies are. And through some of his experiences, that's where Jesus barged into his life and has oh. called him to a new space of sharing his story and sharing how even in those moments when he thought it was done and over with, God had something more in store for him. So don't waste your time. Check out that book. And for those of you who are like me, who you don't really like reading as much, you can do a audible of it and you can just listen to it. And the great thing I like about his, like many of the other, others that I listen to, I like listening to the author because I can hear their voice, their pain, their ups and downs of what they really wanted to say. And I'm a podcast junkie, so I like listening to people for the most part, like whether it be podcasts, speeches, interviews, I listen to those type of things. And then right now you're probably thinking, EB, I hear you, but I'm not paying $13, $14 for a book. I got free Audible credits for you. So the first three people who listen to this and you're like, hey, can you transfer me one of those? I got you. It's a great book and I think you will enjoy it. Like I said, I'm almost done with it. Um, I, I think you'll like it. Sabrina, Sharika, what y'all got for the people? What y'all recommend it? So I'm recommending, I have two recommendations. Um, so if you're on your health kick and, you know, you want something to help keep you accountable, I got this for Christmas. It's called uh, Eufy Scale, E-U-F-Y. I'd never heard about it before. So shout out to my brother. He had it on his wish list and I snatched it and put it on my wish list. And I bought it for him and somebody bought it for me. So it all worked out. I was going to tell y'all it was an, a, it's a, it's a digital scale that also, it's a smart digital scale. So it goes, so you just download the app. And once you have the scale and it goes, the measurements, uh, the measurements and your weight goes to your phone. So it helps keep you accountable. So if you're looking to be accountable and track all that stuff, it's the Ufi scale. I hope I'm saying it right. It's E-U-F-Y. And I was going to tell you, it's a great scale and it was under $20. I thought it was under $20 when I bought it. But as I look on Amazon, it looks like it's $29. So it was like, I thought I, I bought it for like 18. So maybe it went up. So in the new year, who knows, but it's about $29, which is still not bad for a digital um, smart scale, I think. So that's my one recommendation. My second recommendation in honor of Bob Saget, I've been watching some Fuller House and I've been enjoying my whole entire little life here it is if you watch full house when you were younger or you never seen full house maybe you should watch some of that if you just want some wholesome it all ends happy at the end of the episode type stuff life is crazy and Kanto's emotional you might need some good times go to fuller house because that's what i'm enjoying right now so that's my recommendation sabrina I am recommending a Netflix show that I fell into by accident at the beginning of this year. It's called Manifest. I'm obsessed with it. I put it on as background when I was doing like chores and then the chores got neglected because I started getting into the show. Right now it has three seasons on Netflix, but it's cleared for another one. Uh, it's about when a plane mysteriously lands years after takeoff, the people on board return to a world that has moved on without them and face strange new realities so basically they took off and when they landed there was some turbulence in the sky but when they landed people were like uh y'all have been missing for five years but they didn't age or anything and one of the themes that runs throughout all the seasons is romans 8 28 all things work for good like 
the mom of one of the characters was always saying that and they keep coming back to it. I'm not going to say it's a Christian show because I just, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. I hate when people are like, oh, well, this is Christian music. This is Christian art. It's like, there's good art and there's bad art. Okay, just because you put a cross on something, don't make it Christian. But I do like that they reference scripture and have elements of things that people would talk about in the Christian community in the show. It's juicy. Check it out. Manifest on net manifest on Netflix. And yes, I still have braces, y'all. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> messing up my words. Evie, what you got to close us out today? You already know what it is. It's the same as always. Um, we are in a new year. If life, L-I-F-E, tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. Until next time.